horse's camel impression worryingly accurate sometimes to the point where you are a little bit stressed out you're sitting on him he is all strung out his neck is stretched and it, it has to be uncomfortable his nose is skyward bound and he is most certainly not listening to anything you are saying to try and get him back into a more correct contact and a correct way of going well this is the week for you because this week we are talking about your horse evading the contact and what you can do to begin retraining things and getting him back on your side hi there my name is lorna and i'd like to welcome you to daily strides here from strides for success where we create these audio lessons horse riding lessons that you can use you can download and you can either listen to them on the way to the barn or at the barn or in the stable whatever you want every week we choose a different topic and we work through it through five different lessons each are about 12 minutes long and you can listen to them as standalone so monday to friday hence the daily strides or they all work in together as well you can listen to them all one shot and give yourself a full one hour riding lesson they are created so as you can listen in real time on your horse and this week in particular is going to be all about that but um, yeah, you, so you do the exercises as you're riding. So it's just like having a riding instructor with you. If you want to find out more, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com and all the information is over there. And of course, if you choose to join us at Daily Strides Premium, all past lessons are available in there for you as well. But let us talk about your horse and his camel efforts and how we can begin to maybe rein that in a little bit. So we've already spoken about your horse becoming um, a little bit above the bit, okay? So he's trying to evade the bit, or he is evading the bit. He's not trying, he's doing it rather well. Um, And he's going above the bit. But the other end of that is that he can also come behind the bit. And all that happens there is he begins to curl his head and neck so his nose is somewhere by his chest. And the bit, you're left with these big, long, loopy reins that you have to now hold on to. And there's really a whole lot of nothing happening either underneath you or in front of you. Now, horses evade the bit in lots of different ways. And they do it for many, many different reasons. But the key thing is, is when your horse is not accepting your contact, it is not going to give you the best quality ride that you're going to get. First of all, it doesn't feel great. And secondly, your communication is going to be a little bit off with your horse. Um, What is true contact? Before we go any further, I think we need to maybe assess that a little bit. So true contact is, we think of contact as being the connection between your you and your horse through the rain aid. And that's true. And the rain aid has to be consistent and soft and I suppose stable so as your horse can trust you because what would happen is you would offer the contact and your horse would then accept the contact or he'd take you up on the offer. But contact, and this is where I think a lot of the problems begin to start, contact actually doesn't begin there. Contact is more about, it's almost the end result of a lot of other different things that happen leading up to the contact. So for example, your horse has to be working from behind. He has to have activated and engaged his hindquarters working from behind and pushing that through it has to then go basically underneath you under the saddle and then connect up in front and then once it's connected up in front okay so it hasn't been blocked it hasn't dissipated anywhere it hasn't been sent to somewhere it should not go and once it's connected in front that is where you can then begin to harness that energy through the contact in order to direct it where you want it to go okay so 
that is the big thing. But the thing is, riders, a lot of riders, they just don't realize that. And they're so concerned and so obsessed with what their horse's head is doing and this head carriage of their horse that they'll never have true contact because that's all they're worrying about. And as I said, true contact is the end result. It's the final piece of a puzzle that starts way back in the back end of your horse, okay? So how does your horse evade the bit? So we've already said he can go above the bit. Uh, he can also go behind the bit, or he can get really sneaky and he can do a little bit of a wiggle. And you'll feel that where he's like a little bit of an eel. Every time you seem to get a little bit of contact, he then somehow wiggles out as well. So we are going to be discussing all those different ones this week. But what causes it? Why do? Why did your horse do? Why can't you establish this contact with your horse? Why is he evading the bit? A lot of it comes down to the fact that the rider, as I mentioned, doesn't really understand. Or not only that, maybe it's not at a point where they're able to... Uh, consistently and correctly coordinate all their aids to get that finished product that we're looking for with this lovely contact and when that happens you end up that the horse whether down to the riders maybe ignorance or a lack of training um, or perhaps just inability to coordinate things the horse is basically trained to do the incorrect thing so a lot of the time it's because the horse um, has been ridden a certain way and so he learns that this is the correct way of going even though it's incorrect he thinks okay well this is how it should be because this is how I'm always being ridden now sometimes the rider knows all about the contact he knows about impulsion knows about how to create all that but the rider does not have an independent seat and they're using their reins as safety harnesses and that then of course, is not this lovely, soft, consistent contact with the horse. So their horse ends up evading the bit and trying to get away from this uh, being the kind of safety mechanism to keep the rider on board. Now, often you'll also get young horses that are unbalanced. And when the horse becomes unbalanced, it's generally because they're a little bit underdeveloped. But also, it could be that they don't have confidence in their own abilities as well. And you'll see this often with young horses. So it need, you need to work on a correct scale that's going to lay a foundation to get your horse to that point. And we're going to chat about that just now. But um, also that the horse, there might have been maybe a rider um, got a horse and the horse has been ridden incorrectly for a number of years or by a particular rider. But the rider doesn't really have the skill set to try and correct this themselves. So they begin using a gadget. Now, I said that your horse can evade the bit by going behind the bit. And very often this is caused by a horse that's been overridden in draw reins. Um, and all I mean by overridden is that they've been used incorrectly and used maybe longer, more than what they should have been used. So the horse learns to do this. He learns to come behind the bit and, as I say, took his nose somewhere to his chest, okay? And then also, and assuming that this has all been ruled out, physical discomfort will also cause it. So physical discomfort could be that your horse's back is sore or that his teeth are not correct and need to be looked at by a dentist. But it could also come down to the fact that maybe the bit is not correct or the saddle doesn't fit correctly. So he can't actually use his back in order to be able to carry himself, which is what would give you that true contact coming through, okay? So when you're creating your contact, okay, you have to keep thinking as though you are creating something that's consistent 
and then you're offering it to your horse and he must then accept it and continue on with it, okay? So it's always this little dance between you and your horse. It's like um, that you're, you're all the time, you both trust each other to, I suppose, be fair with this contact that you have or this communication that you have between each other, okay? As I mentioned, it does all depend on how much energy you're creating with the hind end. And it'll actually, you'll find that there'll be a direct correlation between the contact and the level of contact you have, or I suppose the weight of the contact that you have and then the energy that's being created. So it's important to keep that in mind. But it is impossible to have a contact with your horse if he's not moving from behind. And this is where often you'll see riders trying to force their horse's head in. Maybe they're sawing or that drives me dilly um or they're like pulling their hands down to try and get the horse's head down and because the horse is basically in front wheel drive moving off his shoulders he is just cocking his head into the air and trying to run away from this because well it's uncomfortable okay and then you'll get a horse that begins to lean and it begins to get heavy on your hand as well so how do we begin reschooling and fixing the problem it's really important that your horse is responsive to you first and foremost. I keep mentioning this, your horse has to go forward and that is vital. In any part of horse riding, that is vital. But your horse has to be moving forward off your leg in order for you to establish a contact to begin with. And you know, you might find that um, initially when your horse actually accepts the contact, he may only do that for a few strides and then he'll go back to his old ways. And it's because it's a little bit new, first of all, but also remember he's used to carrying himself one way for a certain amount of time. So he needs to begin developing strength in the muscles so as he can do this now a different way. Even though it's a more correct way, he has essentially been training. He's been working out the wrong way. So things have to be changed. So you have to, it, it will take time, particularly if your horse is set in his ways. If he's maybe an older horse or he's been trained a certain way um, to, I suppose, reprogram how he goes a little bit. But it's really important you have patience, okay? So I say he has to be moving forward. You have to have rhythm. So if you can think of um, the training scale you, you have this straightness, this rhythm, and from there, this forwardness that you are then going to be able to harness into a contact. Now, straightness is vital because when your horse is straight, it means that everything is equal, okay? And what I mean by that is that there's not, he's not leaning on your left rein, or he's not maybe a little bit funny to your right leg or whatever the case is he is straight down and you can imagine a train I was talking about this to somebody yesterday you can imagine a train on a track when a train rounds a corner it doesn't bend or lean around the corner it stays as it is and it just moves around the corner but the tracks also don't get wider or they don't come closer together they stay parallel to each other and the train just moves around the corner and um, if it doesn't do that it's going to derail and come off the track you have to think of straightness like that with your horse as well. So your horse has to stay on this track in this straightness. And then once he's doing that in a certain tempo and rhythm and he's moving forward, you can then begin to harness this all up and package all this up into the contact that you want with your horse. And as I say, it's all about this. It's this communication between your horse. It has to be balanced. The, the contact is a balance between you and your horse, the energy has been created and how that energy is then being used and harnessed and directed in a certain way. Guys, I'm going to leave it at that for today. We are going to be going this week, um, and as I said, this week is all riding. Uh, we're going to be going through different exercises that you can use to begin 
reschooling your horse if he is inclined to evade the contact. Uh, we're going to be doing it, of course, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you would like to join us, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. And as I mentioned earlier, not only will you get this week's lessons, you'll also get all the past lessons inside the membership site as well. I hope you have a really super day and I'll chat to you all soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.